0: We would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land, the Wongol people of the Darug Nation, where we are recording this podcast. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islanders
1: tuning into the podcast. Wait, what's this podcast called again? Mad Chatter.
2: Hmm. One, two,
3: three. Hiya and welcome back to Mad Chatter episode six. We just checked that and that's
1: right, <laughs> Woo! And
3: We are coming to you today from the bedroom of Ali Smith. And Thank you, <laughs> Ali. Tall boy is actually being supported by her laundry basket. <laughs> and if you think we're joking, please refer to the photo up on our Instagram. Girls, how are we? I'm just reflecting actually on the fact that Ali Smith is the youngest person
0: in this household and she has the biggest room. That's why i happen to be in her bedroom right now. So I'm a bit dirty about that, but I'm just kind of trying to work out how I can get a bit of negotiating going on that I get this room. But anyway, uh, that's for a later date. But aside from that disappointment, I'm
3: fan-bloody-tastic. It has been a big week for you, Maddie Proud. Yeah, how do
0: you feel? I feel like
3: I was lucky I fit through the door today <laughs> because my head is <laughs> swelling. Context, I... everybody. Grace on the court is back on the court, book two is on pre-order, pre-order,
0: yeah, and pre-order broke the internet to the point where <laughs> I've had to do a bit of a check
3: on like how many orders I've got just to make sure I actually have enough copies lying around. I don't know about you, Turner, but I saw nothing on the Met Gala. All I saw was <laughs> I got Maddy's book, I got Ryan's book, I got Maddy's book. Uh, <laughs> trending on. I don't even think anyone was talking about Blake Lively. I think they were all talking about what Grace in the Court might have worn to the Met Gala.
0: To be honest, Blake, who <laughs> <laughs> great new character in the uh, episode. In no, well, I'm movie.
4: looking forward for people to read it and find out that there's actually a Kate Turner in the
0: book <gasps> that is like a little like and that's where I think this podcast can be handy that I'm going to give you like a little behind the scene things like people will notice if they read it hopefully that every character like I mean at the start you sort of give them their first name and last name and the main characters have both names but then you've got a lot of like the middle of the range characters that only have a first name however there's just this random character that comes out a <laughs> lot called Kate Turner and it's an amalgamation of Kate Eddie and Maddie Turner because I was living with both of them at the time when I wrote the book and Sophie Garvin but there was Already a character called Sophie, who actually was written before, and I she was Sophie. a bully as well. <laughs> yes, of course.
3: Of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Kate Turner is like this, like of fans that plays in New South Wales, and she's this real like scary Ooh, girl. And it's like Maddie, Maddie Turner
3: and Kate Eddy. So when I think scary, I think Maddie Turner. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, actually, the, the way that we were testing before this podcast, the energy was not there, and I oh, was scared of Maddie. Attitude Turner. and energy from her. Oh, let me. The gusto was at an all-time minus nine from you. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm feeling fab. <laughs> How do you feel being honoured in the book?
4: Um, I feel like I had to work my way to get there. Like, yeah. there was a bit of editing, there was a bit of pre-reading to kind of, like, get my way in there. Mm. Obviously, there couldn't be a Maddie, because people would think Maddie mm. was talking about herself, mm. so I did have to push for the last name, but look, I got it in there, my dog's name is <laughs> yes, also by in By <laughs> accident!
3: By total accident, I called the dog Ollie, and then that's Maddie's dog, so... Always, always thinking of the Turners, maybe. Well, maybe in a later podcast we'll really do a d- big deep dive into yeah, the book. Maybe when good. it's officially on. When are we going officially on sale? I say on we. May tenth. So <sighs>
0: yeah, next Tuesday. Day, yes. So that was why I put it on pre-sale yesterday. So it was a week from Tuesday. So the book will actually be available to buy as well if people are coming to the Swifts game on the 15th of May. We'll be to buy it through there. So. I feel like I need to remind my team about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's next week's episode anyway. So i we we to do the deep dive next week. In, in all good the, bookstores? In all good bookstores. Okay, perfect. And if it's not in a bookstore, it's not a good
2: bookstore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. That's the only consistency. <laughs> well, other than the book... Uh, Going on sale this week, pre-sale It's Mother's Day this Sunday And we have decided to theme this podcast Around our mothers Jenny, Sue and Michelle (laughs) Great women I'd like to say this one's for you But by the end of this podcast My mum might not want to speak to me (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about stories I could tell And I was running it through Dad And he said, you're going to have to see How how hard the other two go on (laughs) their (laughs) mum So we'll go first And then you can follow up with Michelle I feel like she's got some great stories
0: Yep. (laughs) Well, my mum's currently on a plane to Europe, so I'm hoping that I can say anything about her because she's not going to be listening in the, you know, wherever she's going in Greece or something like that. She might be a bit off the grid. Just on holiday? Yeah, just on vacay. It was always the plan to go there for a 60th last year and then this airborne virus came into the world so they couldn't go. What's it could.
1: Uh, Named for a
0: beer, apparently.
1: <laughs> My mum turned sixty last
0: year. We have too much. We in have common. way too much. In <laughs> common, but Jenny and Tony are hopping on a plane at Adelaide Airport tonight Girl. and going on an adventure of a lifetime. So mm. wish them luck.
3: Well, I kind of hate them. Yeah, I'm same. very jealous. Matt's, are you excited to get into some stories about your mum?
4: Can't wait. Hopefully she doesn't listen. No, I have pre-warned her because otherwise she's going to be like, why'd you
3: say that? I know. I can't wait for that message or phone call. <laughs> uh, anyway, on the theme of Mother's Day, we do have a guest on that is a mother, but that's all you're getting for now. We oh, will... Oh, how about we do the one word description? Yeah, okay. well, we'll give them a little bit extra, but okay. mother can be one.
0: Well, is another word. Yeah. Mine
3: <laughs> is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> you go turn up. I don't Mine know. Mine is nurse. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think this is some. Yeah, it's Mine fun. is facials.
0: Oh, that's good. That is very good. And like, in terms of guess, she's up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. There. I just revealed her gender. Um, but she's up there. She's up there. <laughs> Wait, she's the mother of... <laughs> oh, I'm just gone. Let's just no go. Let's just end the
4: window. No, off. we're not cutting that. We're the dumb stuff that Ali said. That's something that is said.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into this. Bloody podcast. <laughs> Quarter one, and it's about your mum. <laughs>
0: mama, ooh, didn't mean to make you cry. That's so beautiful. As sometimes <laughs> we're <laughs> shining.
3: Wow. When I encourage you to sing the song, sometimes you then you sing them, and I regret it.
0: <laughs> it's like I see the microphone though, and all of a sudden I like I find this other. Tone in my voice, and I just start to think. And it's like karaoke. karaoke. Yes, karaoke. Yeah. Well, I was going to say recording artist, but I okay, think karaoke works too.
3: Yeah. we starting at the bottom. We've already gone off track. Uh, look, this segment is just going to be all about our mums. We're going to tell a couple funny stories. We're just going to um, say something nice and maybe something a bit embarrassing about our mums because uh, I'm sure we've all got a tale to tell. Now, Maddie Proud, please start us off and tell us all about Jenny.
0: Yes, so we decided that for this we would ask, well, we would answer similar questions about our mums that we asked the guest, who shall not be named. Um, And one of the first questions that we asked them and their children was, what are our mother's best traits and worst traits? Um, So my mother, Jennifer Ann Brinkworth, um, (laughs) actually...
3: She sounds like she's in um, Bridgerton. She does. I'm
0: just going to buy her whole
3: identity. <laughs> oh, I was,
0: well, actually, this has got a bit of a story to it in that my mum did not change her last name when she got married. So love she's that. Yeah, love that from you, mum. She's a strong, independent woman. Um, makes so her a great she, middle name too. Well, it also makes, for me, not having to get embarrassed when she posts stuff on social media or comments on every Swifts post. But now I've realised by revealing her identity, everyone's now going to know that when this mysterious Jenny Brinkworth says Maddie's the best ever, like, that's my mum and not just some, you know, fan. So. But yes, it is. it did then become my brother's and I's middle name, so I'm Madeline Brinkworth-Brown, um, which is, yeah, nice little compact. Anyway, my mum's best trait, I'm actually going to start off quite nice here because my... I, well, like, I hope so. It's best trait. Well, <laughs> I think we all might start off quite nice. Yes, it can only true. get worse. But I think kind of on the theme of what we've been talking about in terms of... My book, my second book, if you guys didn't know, I wrote two books. My mother is a journalist by trade, um, but she now works in more sort of like media and comms and that. But my mum is my editor, essentially. So I, hand on my heart, would not have had a book, let alone two published without my mother um so she is the person that I send absolutely everything to I don't write probably a single thing without it going to her first so I thought this is a real kind of like professional trait that I like of hers and that like her career is beneficial to me but yeah and she has like like I honestly don't think I would have like persisted with it or even tried to get it published or done anything like that had it not been for her um so that is definitely her best trait um her worst trait (laughs) is that she, for the life of her, cannot remember song lyrics.
4: Like, so niche. It's a very
0: niche. But, like, she's kind of like me in the way that she'll still sing all the time. But, like, so you know the Katy Perry song, Hot and Cold? Uh, the MasterChef song. Yes, of course. Which, like, everyone knows. It's, like, it's pretty simple lyrics. You're hot and you're cold, you're yes and you know. She mm-hmm. thought it was, you're hot and you're cold, you yesterday's child. <laughs> like. For starters, where does that come from? Like, it almost would have been the other way around. Like, the yes or the no seems like the obvious answer. <laughs> Yesterday's child is, like, she's obviously digging deep to try and, like, find this weird, like, lyric. But that is the sort of oh thing that she does. And she does it with such, like, conviction. But then she's, my mum is, like, the most competitive person I've ever met. Like, to the point where I go back and fill in for, like, her tennis team and I'm more nervous to play in that team than I am in, like, a Swiss grand final. She's so competitive. So we had a wedding a couple of years ago on Gravy Day, which is the 21st of December. Of course. Paul Kelly song, How to Make Gravy, for context. And we knew, like, the couple that were getting married were, that was their favourite song, and blah, blah, blah. And it was like the kind of whole day leading into the the wedding, mum was like, I know that we're going to be singing this song at the wedding, so I need to learn the song. So the morning of the wedding, mum has printed out the lyrics to the song and is walking
3: around the house trying to learn every word to happen. I'm sorry, but my mum's done that to Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. I feel like our mums need to meet. And let's just say she did. How'd she go? Nah, (laughs) toteless. After 10 champagnes, 22nd of January.
0: (laughs) Literally making up all of her own lyrics. So, Jen, we love you. You've got about as many singing skills as I do, but at least I actually know the lyrics.
4: (laughs) Uh, I think uh, it was a good start. All right, Turner. Oh, okay. Best trait. Again, I'll start it off nice (laughs) as well. He has a full name as well. So my mum's Sue, no, I think her best trait is, I'm gonna say she's like she's not competitive, right? As in she's She's chill. Yeah, Yeah. she's chill. In terms of like, she's always the one to be like, have fun today. Like, yeah, try your best. Like, yeah, Yeah. she's always there to pump you up, and she's there for. And oh, actually, no, scratch that. She's gonna hate me saying this, but (laughs) when I go home, she is the best for like babying me. So I go home, I can sit on the couch and be like, oh, mum, I'm thirsty. (laughs) And then she'll get me a drink of water. Um, She might do my washing when I'm home. Like, everything, she's like, misses being a mum because I'm not there. And then as soon as I'm there, she's
0: like...
4: I reckon every time you go home, I get Snapchats from you every morning, like, coffee in bed from mum. She straightens my hair. Like, when we played (laughs) Adelaide, I went home to see her and got her to straighten my hair. It is so All right, this is another issue because you're taking advantage of your (laughs) (laughs) mum. She likes it. She likes it, I think. Um, worst trait would have to be she is the biggest warrior in the world, as in not like warrior, as in <laughs> like that.
0: This is before like warrior,
4: a like a battle warrior, as in warrior. wart as in a oh, warrior?
3: Sorry, Stress the yeah, Adelaidean
4: accent got in the <laughs> Sorry. way. <laughs> Sorry, she's a massive stress head, like mm. which is probably why I've gone so far the opposite because I'm like the most relaxed person. Mm, ever-. Oh, I do not want to be like that because I'm like, why is that stressing you out? Why should that bother you? And then she gets annoyed me like, why doesn't it bother you? Then I could tell her, and I'll be like, think about it in the world. Like, why is that bothering you? And then she'd be like, oh, you're right. So I'm probably the voice of reason with her stressfulness. Mm.
0: Sue and I can get along. <laughs> <laughs> Sue actually is the best when she comes over as so I'm pretty sure the last time she came to stay with us, she brought us a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> like, you come home and you're like, Sue's been here. The house spotless. is spotless. You should straighten your it? hair too. Uh, mine's pretty straight. She's <laughs> very curly <girls> for me. <laughs> she'd do anything though. Uh, I love that. Anything else you'd like
3: to add before we move on?
4: No, I'll get to the embarrassing stories later. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so my mum uh
3: michelle oh you got some notes there Matt. i have made notes because there's a list just Michelle. she's (laughs) She's a a special one (laughs) (laughs) can we just like so forgot
0: obviously like last week we talked about maddie's mum in that like we had the message that she'd said like maddie's mum michelle has become almost like a cult figure (laughs) amongst the mad chatter podcast in terms of maddie turner and myself and a lot of the other swifts like we met her at maddie's birthday and she is and let's just, I reckon one word to describe your mum is like firecracker. Oh my god, that's what I was thinking. <laughs>
3: that, that's it's a story for true. later. That's one of my stories. <laughs> Look, mum's mom, best trait is that she is the life of the party. Mm. She's confident. She doesn't really care what people think and that hurts me uh, <laughs> to watch sometimes but she is that mum that all your friends are like, I love your mum, like invite your mum to your birthday and stuff. So she is, she's a, as you said, she's a firecracker. Um, another uh, really good trait of hers that I probably find great, but she doesn't. She's so easy to bite. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And that's coming from me, and I'm also, like, it doesn't take much for me to bite. But, like, for example, she once told us, and I say once because she's told us about a million times, um, about this story. She went to New Zealand for it was either water polo or netball. I cannot believe I can't remember it. She was telling us about, like, the ice cream, how good she was and blah bubble up, and to the point now, every time we see something New Zealand, ba- like, based ish. Yeah. ish new zealandish <laughs> every time we see something new zealandish we'll look at each other like dad and i will be like wasn't it... did mum go there for like and she loses her mind like to the point where she'll walk off and she's like i can't share anything about myself <laughs> um so these are probably her strong traits um <clears> throat> god throat> her worst traits uh, where, where do i start she loves to exaggerate mm, how I'm long did exaggerate. you wait in line for Oh, it was four hours. Dad, how long was it? It was ten minutes. Like, legitimately. <laughs> this is <literally> me. <laughs> the, the hyperbole is just. Oh, another one is she thinks my friends are her friends. Because we are. She's I a for, problem with this. She's a fan for texting. My, she was messaging you two. Also, turn up on the chat last week. She'll be like, oh, I just had a message with Sophia, like my best friend. I'm like, but why? So that's a confusing one. Um, also just thinking that I don't tell her something when I clearly have told her something a million times. Oh, that's a good one. And we have that classic argument, I told you about this. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. (laughs) I'll finish it off there. I think I'm your (laughs) mum. Wait, did she also... I don't want to steal the story that you might tell later, but she also doesn't know about some of your allergies. Oh, yeah. No, no, she doesn't. No, she knows about them, but she forgets about them. (laughs) She ordered us... She um, does try to kill you sometimes. (laughs) I was recently in isolation and she sent us, uh, my husband and I, a chocolate cake bonanza and it was delicious but before I dug in, I was like, oh, I should check if there's any nuts because I got a tree nut thing going on. <laughs> and I messaged her and I said, is there any tree nuts in this? And she goes, oh, I didn't even think about it, <laughs> but glad you're on the ball. Totally <laughs> glad you're alive to send me this message. <laughs> I was like, yeah, lucky I'm on the ball, Michelle. Um, anyway, uh, there was a lot more bad than good there, but she is a lot more good than bad. So <laughs> We better go back to proud before I get myself in more trouble.
0: <sighs> All right, we're going to get on to some stories. Any right. story. Childhood, recent... What are you going to go with? I think I'm going to go with just a story about my mum that is quite, like, unique in that I don't think many other people's mums would have kind of experienced what she has experienced in this example. Oh god. So I think I talked, I've actually talked about this on another podcast before but anyway, I don't think people would listen to that <laughs> podcast as much as they're listening to them. Um, I take offence because I also produce that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this one's much better. Um, so my mother, so we've talked about my dad kind of living this quite, you know, exotic life and my mum was quite similar. So after school, um, before, actually I think it was just after she'd finished uni maybe, sort of so early 20s she went and lived in a kibbutz in Israel. So mm-hmm. a kibbutz is sort of like a compound where you go and live there and you can live there for free as long as you do a bit of work, like in the local area or whatever. So mum's work was that she was just working in a factory, a random factory in Israel, which just in itself is a bit of a... I don't know anyway she loved it all these good times and she's writing these letters back home to her family and mum you know grew up in a good catholic family went to a catholic school everything like that and so she's writing letters home to her mum and dad saying yep yeah, i'm having a great time working at the factory and they're going oh yeah so what's the factory what, what sort of factory you're in and she goes oh it's so weird at this factory though she goes so the factory only produces Fingers for latex gloves, but they make the fingers separately. Like, I don't understand why they're not making a full hand. And she was 100% serious. She's like, it must be like an Israeli thing, or maybe I've just never known that latex gloves get made within each individual finger. Turns out my mum was working in a condom factory. So she's then sending these letters home thinking, I'm sure obviously when anyone at home has read it, they've read between the lines and realised what she's doing, but yeah, her poor parents thinking, oh, we've sent our daughter, 20 year old daughter, over to Israel and she's working in a condom factory. I so. wish,
4: like, imagine capturing that moment when she
3: realised
2: know, what she was doing. I know. What
3: was the moment? Like, how long was it? Like, three months? Like, I, I actually can't. Right. I need <laughs> to get the full about of the story, but that's
0: yeah, the only part I've heard is that she yeah, one day realised. And I don't know whether maybe somebody said something to her or whether she was relaying the story to someone else and they've said, Are you being serious? Like you're working at a contour factory. But there's actually one other part to this story. Sorry, I feel like I'm stealing a lot of time here. No, please do. So this is something that actually came up on the edge of my seat (laughs) Recently was that I thought this is quite like intricate into my family in terms of I don't know whether I actually should be saying this, but (laughs) my mum while she was over in Israel met an Israeli man and he was a French Israeli soldier. Should I be telling this story? The yeah, family know. yeah. knows, it and I'm like wondering whether the world needs to hear it. So anyway, she met this. His name was Jean Claude or something like that. And anyway, she met him. They fell in love, and the plan was for her to go back to Australia and tell her family that they were going to get married, and mm-hmm. he was going to come over to Australia to live with her. Gets back to Australia, like obviously, kind of gets back into her life, and realizes, no, nah, that's not what I want. And then she ends up meeting my dad, and then things obviously progress quite quickly from there. Anyway, that was sort of a story in itself. We always knew, like, even when we were kids, she always told us a story about the man she left behind in Israel and how, you know, things could have turned out quite differently. We could have been living in, you know, Israel with Jean-Claude and all this. (laughs) Dad, Dad knew all about it. And anyway, we always just thought it was like, you know, this kind of fling or whatever. Only until recently that mum works, um, through mum's work, she was at the church once. And to get married in a Catholic church, if you're marrying someone that isn't Catholic, you actually have to put in like an application. So say yeah. oh, I was to marry a non-Catholic and I want to get married in a church and I've been baptised and everything like that. We have to actually put in a this full application has to get approved. The mum was at this registry thing and she was like, oh, I don't think I ever did that. Like with Tony, like my dad and Mm. this person saying like, there's no way you could have married, you know, your dad because he's not a Catholic without this happening. And he's like, look, I'll look it up for you. So he Googles Jenny Brinkworth, whatever, Two results come up.
1: Oh my God. And he goes,
0: Oh, have you got someone? Like, Do you know somebody else that's called Jenny Brickworth? She's like, Oh, no. And he's like, The same birthday and everything like that. So Oh, there's two entries here, but for oh two different men. And so to the point where mum has gone as far as to go to the Catholic registry to marry Jean Claude, thinking that they were going to get married. And then obviously he's got cold feet and decided, Nah, I'm leaving called Jean Claude. And then between that time, has gone and then met my dad. So here we all are thinking like, oh, this man actually is legitimately someone that, well, we well, wouldn't have existed if it hadn't happened, but it went as far as to my dad, my mum's sorry, 60th last year, my dad dressed up as an Israeli, oh, French-Israeli soldier. <laughs> I've got both them, we all made a speech, like me and my brother saying, oh, there's one person that couldn't be here today, <laughs> and that's Jean-Claude, because he's left in Israel. <gasps> as if she could forget that she's <sighs> done that. Oh, I know. I was like, and I mean, I guess it would have been like, what? Yeah, but I feel like ago. it's yeah. quite significant. I agree. I agree. And right. like, and, the, yeah. and to kind of but not realise that that's as yeah. far as, you know, she's, and I, who knows, maybe she came back and she was so full of love that she went straight to the registry and said, I'm marrying John Claude and then kind of, but I'll never know. We'll have to get mum on the potty. John
3: Claude, if you're listening.
0: <laughs>
2: so if you <laughs> wonder where Maddie gets her hot and cold
3: from,
0: it's from her mum.
4: Hot <laughs> and cold in yesterday's childhood. <laughs> oh my
3: God. Yeah. That's, your mum's a whole podcast.
0: That's, we
3: need yeah, to dive that. Holy so. moly! Still love
0: you, mum. Hope you hope are not mad at me for sharing this story. <laughs> okay,
4: turn on. <laughs> this is a good test to see if our mums listen. Actually, oh god. Um, well, we might be disowned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm going to tell like a classic mum story. I feel like all of us probably would have experienced, it, and people listening would have experienced it. Book week.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs>
4: All right. Book week. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing the whole parade. You've got mm-hmm. to get dressed up. Yeah. That whole
3: shebang. Side note: What are you dressing up as?
4: Well, I think the well, I think the theme of the one that I'm going to tell is like was food or something like that. Something about like right up your alley. <laughs> right up my alley. Well, Maybe I got scarred from this though. But classic mum, leaving things to the last minute. Mum's not as creative as I don't know where I got my creativity from, but it's not. Mom. <laughs> this
0: surprises me though
4: because she's very organised. Yeah, she's stressed, but she's chilled. Yeah, but maybe yeah, maybe it was my, just it was worrying her. It <laughs> Slipped her mind. Anyway, she is like that night, like the night before. Got book week tomorrow. Got to be in the parade. Got to have a costume. Don't oh have God. a thing. Mum has like, how old are you? I think I was like maybe eight, nine. Okay. And then mum's like, okay, what can I do on the fly here? Runs to like the servo, finds some green balloons. Amazing. Green balloons, yeah. Next morning has just pinned as many <laughs> green balloons as, many as she can, and Wait, claims that, that, that to be that's oh. a bunch of grapes. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. From what the grapes of wrath, or what's eating Gilbert Grape, or something like <laughs> <you use> that.
4: Cla- <laughs> I'm a bunch of grapes. I have gotten to school. I still, I still remember. It. Like it is ingrained but, in my are memory. Are they on your
0: bum? Like, could you sit down? Or do you have balloons? Tell <laughs> me, there's a photo.
4: There's definitely photos. I get, we'll get the photos. Anyway, I get to school. My friends. Immaculate costumes Like You oh can tell God. the mums Have like spent hours And mum still laughs About it now being like I like <laughs> That was on me up. That I was on me Be like <laughs> And these, my friends Have these beautiful costumes And I'm getting photos Of them and I'm stuck Because <laughs> it's just balloons You're
0: popping Anytime someone comes near you. Everyone's hair's Going on yeah. static When they And I was telling
4: mum This story recently And she's like I'm just really glad That the server had Green balloons <laughs> <laughs> well, What would she got If
1: that was the colour I don't I, I don't, don't
4: want to know <laughs> That's actually amazing <laughs> Yeah, so I was very jealous of my friend's costume. She had like um, the fairy biscuit and had all the hundreds and thousands. That's, oh my god. Okay. Like, well, that one has too much time on her hands. I could there was not some even. carrot. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone went, like, everyone looked great. Even then there was me. <laughs> it just stuck over my uniform. Like, it didn't look good, it
0: didn't look like a bunch of
4: grapes. <laughs>
3: Photos will be up Do on you know, Mad chatter. Mads, all
0: I can think about in that story is if only Grace on the call had been around then, she would have just been able to chuck a net
3: bull beam on you and your book week or she would have yes, been sorted. So
0: much easier. Parents, thank me
3: later. Take note, take note. Also, everybody have a drink every time Maddie's uh reference to Grace and <laughs> <laughs> <I'm drunk. laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Alright, I'm I'm
4: going to handball it because mum won't kill me otherwise. I don't
3: have a story that comes to mind that's as amazing (laughs) as Proud's or one that's as kind of like, look back and laugh at as turners. I kind of have little tidbits because mum delivers often. (laughs) (laughs) On the reg. And she has a knack for embarrassing others, causing a scene or putting a foot in it and... I just like these are just the things that come to mind, and also I should point out, mum's a great mum. Mum, if you're listening, <laughs> she flew me to Brisbane to see One Direction. She she has emailed Hayme Shanani. Did she do the flash mob with you? <laughs> no comment. What flash mob? Um, she she emailed Hayme Shanani to get me like an 18th and 21st birthday cards and Aww. and stuff, and they're the loves of my life. So like, mum, top top notch. Lovely but you're a, but you're a lol. Also, if these following stories contain intoxication, she's not an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> she want me to say that. Um, but yeah, so, well, firstly, we'll touch on the story at my birthday when mum <laughs> had her first encounter with the Swift girls and I left her alone for no more than two minutes and I see her down the other end of the table in between you two and I go, oh, I'm going to go, sus, whatever's happening there. I think your words were save, but we did not need saving. <laughs> oh, I did come over and say, let me save you. And I had interrupted, rudely, <laughs> mum telling you two the story of my state championship endeavours in swimming, where no no medals were won, no nationals were made, just a state championship. And she's telling you two, Australian diamonds, New South Wales, Swift players, these these stories and you two had to pretend. Wow, Maddie's so talented. And then it was after I got away from you two, then she found poor Sarah Clow. <laughs> and I went over to visit Sarah Clow and mum's getting tips on how to defend bigger shooters because <laughs> back in my day I was quite a good gold fence um, oh, so she's like,
0: giving Sarah the
3: tips it was kind of a bit of back and forth oh, she got so, she was like so how do you defend oh but back in my day I would do <laughs> like this and she'd be like no I was very good a very good and she was very good um but I was just like Sarah copped her for about an hour Sarah so loves it actually Sarah loves it I know and I, I was mom. like do you want me to get and she's like no I'm actually loving this I was like <laughs> all right Sarah you stay there um another story that comes to mind was mum and dad were recently in Queensland over Christmas And mum's gone up to the bar in this surf lifesaving club, whatever, having dinner. And she's seen uh, Paul Green. And for those who don't know, he was the Queensland Maroons' origin coach for the last few Um. years. So mum goes up and she's talking to him about footy because... That's what mum does. She, she loves her footy. Oh, no. Side note, she, um, said so that really she good was also again. the second woman in Australia back in the day to get her third level in coaching in rugby league. So, oh, shout out, that's mum. Cool. That's an unreal fact. That's I love cool. that. You should see the photo. God, she looks like John Farnham. Um, <laughs> the perm. Um, so, yeah, she's talking to jo- um, Paul Green and she's like, all right, Paul, lovely to meet you. Good luck and walks away. And she goes and tells dad, for those who aren't rugby league fans, Paul Green was sacked <laughs> from the origin oh, job. No. <laughs> oh. And my dad's like, sorry, you wished him luck? And she's like,
0: holy maybe, moly. Maybe you just
3: wished him luck in life. Maybe you wished him luck on his next endeavours. <laughs> Look, if that doesn't sum up mum, just to a T. The only thing I'll finish on is she was at one of dad's family friends' Lebanese, big Lebanese weddings. Mum doesn't really do weddings that well because the Tigers were playing. Not well. This is back in the day where there's no phones to watch it. She was at the back of the reception with a transistor radio. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Do you take and goes down the line and blah blah blah? So that pretty much sums up mum. Uh mum, you know all this, so please don't kill me. Uh. I'm just picturing your mum and they're like, does anybody this is like not that it happens to anybody like, anyone object this marriage She's just like going, Yes! at the score for the Tigers. I did hear that there were a lot of other actual Tigers fans there, so she actually created quite a vibe at the back. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Oh, my God. That's me, Mum. Anything you guys would like to say to your mum? Love you, Mum. Love you. and sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love you and please don't kill me. Here. All right, let's get into our interview now.
0: All right, well, our fourth and favourite guest on the Mad Chatter podcast needs no introduction. However, I'll always do an introduction. She is the fifth in charge at the New South Wales Swifts. <laughs> she is the mother of 14 children. She is a four-time premiership winner, twice as a player, twice as a coach. Most importantly, she is the wife of Sarkis <laughs> <laughs> She also played for the Swiss from 1999 to 2004. She is the one, the only, Briny Akel.
1: What an introduction. And I thought the netball bit would come at the very end. And I know my place. Oh,
0: well, I think that just shows how important you are. You're more important probably as a mother to the 14 than you are as a coach to the Swiss. Yeah. But no, we are very excited to have you and glad that you could take the time out of your busy, busy schedule to fit us in. What puts you fifth in the line at Swifts?
1: Like, what? why are you
0: number one as head coach? Well, I ask
1: myself that every day, but I, th- I think as the years go on and we make staff changes and... Captain changes. Are you preempting that? Like I, may, that? that I, I, I may be like going down to six, or maybe I just, I just sack people to get back to number one.
0: So, for those listening at home, we have an inside joke at the Swifts. It's become an outside joke now that while Brani's the head coach, she's actually not in charge. We've got our manager, Danny, that's first. Then we've got she's the conditioning one. coach. Then we've probably got, well, probably Sam at the moment third in charge. Yep. I chuck myself in at number four, and then Bryzer sits in at a comfortable Where do you sit in that turnaround? Oh, I
4: reckon I'm well down. I would have put Vicky up. Is you? Oh, actually, no. Vicky's sixth. Oh, I'm
0: 6 i <laughs> I'm going down the ladder. Yeah, actually, that's a... and I'm probably not fourth. I'm probably twelfth. You I put myself <laughs> up high. You're probably higher than I am. Um, but no, Brian, Today we want to have a chat about a mixture of things. Obviously, okay. the main reason you are here today is not just because we love you, but because <laughs> we're leading into Mother's Day, and we thought you are the ultimate mother. Um, we'll see what your children have say about that later. <laughs> but, um, but yes, we also us. have been wanting to have you for a while, and so we thought we should start kind of at the beginning, as Bryony, kind of in reflection of Mother's Day. Like, what sort of child were you? When we, if we spoke to your mother... Well, we're going what, that far back. What would she That's that. a long
1: 40-something yeah, yeah. years ago. <laughs> We've got Who is Bryony Well, Who is Bryony Thornley? Thornley. Oh, that, right. that you, she's done her research, oh, I am not
0: a half-hazard interviewer.
1: <laughs> you know what? My dad will be so proud to hear his name, Thornley, mentioned in this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Ray. Shout out to Ray. Raymond, he'll love that. Gosh, me as a child, I was probably the complete opposite of what I am now. So I was very shy. Wow. I was probably a, like, just stood next to my mum and would be embarrassed and not talk. Um, well, I got forced to play netball. So that says a lot that I didn't want to try dancing. I didn't do anything. I didn't want to be that person. I was probably just the annoying sister that got dragged along to the brother's sport and probably complained. <laughs> Where do you sit in the family? You got two brothers? I got two two older brothers, two Brett older and brothers. Josh. Um, yeah, and I think they'd have a probably very different answer for <laughs> what sort of sister I am, and that I'm opinionated and bossy and yeah, yeah. That sounds like the bridey we know. Yeah, you it like probably it. just took a lot of years to get there. No, quite shy. Didn't want to try a lot of new things. Stay in my comfort zone, which maybe I haven't changed. I don't know. I
0: think you've well. Could <laughs> you get
1: professional sporting team? You could yeah, be out of your
0: comfort okay, zone. A soft lot. When you've got a Maguire microphone on at the three quarter time—that's <laughs> <Go on>, <laughs> so, <fresh that's> definitely <laughs> out of your comfort zone. Um. But, so you said you got forced into netball. So is that from your mum? What sort of age did you start
1: playing netball? So I got forced into playing because my mum always played. She played yes. at high school. She loved it. Like we used to go and watch her play indoor when I was little. And then one day she just decided that she would tell me that we were going shopping. <laughs> and oh so I just, like, we were going to, pr- it was probably Venture back then, the shop called Venture. was probably the like, equivalent we of K-Mart. something we're going to get some clothes. And we went to a netball court and I would not get out of the car. No. So then someone, uh, a lady, Mrs. Fontana, shout out to her. She's still alive, my very first netball coach. She came to the car and got me out and put me onto the court, literally from, like, five metres from the car to the netball court. And the rest is history. And so you wonder where Xavier gets to I was about to say, this sounds
0: so much like Xavier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
1: was stubborn and I was like, there's no way I'm getting, no, that's embarrassing. It was embarrassing and
0: yeah then I loved it so you loved it though from the first moment you started playing it or did you have to get forced to keep coming out
1: no I think I got like maybe I got a goal in and then thought I was amazing <laughs> playing so
0: that's
1: I liked stupid. it so if yeah. you're good at it you like it yeah yeah, yeah. if I'm good at, yeah I'll stick with it like, you know that if I'm losing in the games we play I'm you out give up you yeah give up Bridie's all or nothing she's in it and then you got stand in the corner and still so keep you out <laughs> it literally sounds like Xavier yeah, like Bryony's youngest like literally
4: the same personality yeah,
0: you make the, the same cool. facial expressions as well that's my favourite he favorite makes the same mind. as me That's
4: true. That's
0: true. Um, But then I guess with the netball journey, so were you kind of good right away? Like did you always get sort of selected in the top teams and then when did you start to kind of –
1: I was probably naturally – I got it straight away. I wouldn't say that I got – I didn't get picked in a rep team until I was 13. So you start – obviously start, you do your 11s here, then you do your 12s and 13s. And I remember my same coach, Mrs Fontana, (laughs) wanting wanting to put a big, you know – you know, she, she didn't agree that I didn't get in the 12s. So then, you know, made this big complaint. And I'm like, oh, no, this is embarrassing. Um, but got into the 13th. So I probably, I was probably never the first person picked. Yeah. But I had a netball brain when I loved it. I sort of loved probably outsmarting and getting the victory of, oh, I beat you. Yes, that was so mm-hmm. good. So, no, I did. I've always loved it, but not, probably wasn't mm-hmm. always the first one picked into rep teams and stuff like that.
0: And so when did you then think, all right, I want to play for the Swifts? Did you go and watch Swifts? Did you make state teams? Or did that just all happen kind of without you realising?
1: No, I, well, obviously the Swifts didn't even, weren't around when I was oh, 10 course. and that age. I'm old. remember? <laughs> get that? Sorry, so Friday. Friday, I'm giving you too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking very youthful today. Let's just say that. No, so back in the day, oh, you used to have state got... league teams that yes. played on a Saturday at your association. So I would, I was probably 10, 12 when I thought that that would be amazing to be that good mm-hmm. and be able to go and play on a Saturday and, you know, have these crowds around the court and I'd stay. I'd say to mum that my mum, like, come back in a few hours. I want to watch this game. So, yeah, I probably saw those guys running around and thinking that, oh, that would be great. That would be good to be up there. So...
4: Yeah. So you went from getting dragged out of the car to
0: staying for hours <laughs> yes. yeah. dragged back in Drag the car. Dragged back night. in the car yeah. to leave netball. <laughs> So obviously back then, like we said, Netball wasn't like a career option. What did you know, what
1: did your little report card say when it was like when I grow up I want to be Oh, do you know what's hilarious? I actually think when I was that age, I think I wanted to be a hairdresser. <laughs> that is so funny. Like, oh my gosh. Foreshadowing in, at its finest. Yeah, I reckon it was like a hairdresser or yeah, it was probably something like that. I, I think I do remember saying that. And then <laughs> like, you found sock and everything worked out. Yeah, mar- marry a hairdresser, <laughs> that was sorted. And so did you go to uni that. after school? like and then yeah so interesting Um you two are going to laugh at oh, this no. I'm so embarrassed um, <laughs> you said you could be a doctor no. neuroscience is what i studied nah no, just kidding um, I did nursing out of school really
0: yeah
1: see I wow. told you I would, be
4: shocked. I would not pick that did you finish I know, that I know I couldn't like,
1: you
0: do have that well, you're a bother like you have that like I caring oh thank <laughs> you
1: see, did you see what I asked? did you finish the? <laughs> So the answer to that is, no, I didn't finish it. (laughs) Because Wikipedia tells you that you need a sports management course. So I did nursing. I did nursing, but my dad got sick. So he had massive, at the time, it was like a 12-hour operation to remove a tumour in his neck. So I was probably halfway, more than halfway through first year, and I had to go and visit him in intensive care. And... I walked out, and I'm never, I'm, not, never doing, no. I'm never being a nurse. Oh, wow. wow. So, but I think I didn't get the marks to do what I originally probably would have wanted, which is, you know, somewhere in sports science or yeah. something like that. So I thought that could be the stepping stone, but then I just stepped right away. <laughs> and then just, yeah, went back to uni when I was a mature age. Oh, okay. And graduated when Sebby was born. The week Sebby was born, I graduated. Oh, my gosh. Well, what a time.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you... Obviously, that's all happening. So you've gone to nursing, and then you're then 1999. You play for the Swifts. So 22. So you've been out of school for a little bit. Were you training with like a, like how did that sort of progression happen from?
1: from playing to being a Swiftie. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think back at the time you waited for a letter from Julie Fitzgerald wow. from... A handwritten letter? <laughs> I think I've still got the It's a tight letter. That's so cool. Can, you, can we get yeah. that for the Mad Chatter podcast? Yeah, yeah. So I think I was overseas and my brother opened a letter. Oh, my God. And I made wow. him open it and it had said, you've made the Swift squad. Was so that sort of basically trial would... or like a... No, it would have come from state teams. So oh. you would have played 21s and opens. And, yeah, they had we had the Sandpipers back then, so you had two teams that you could be selected in. So my best friend in the mid-court, she made the Sandpipers and I was a Swifty. Oh and my at the gosh. time I was like, oh, I really want to be with you. <laughs> so it's probably in hindsight the fact that I've always been a Swift yeah, and
0: didn't incredible. get in the Sandpipers.
1: So, yeah, my brother opened I think I was in England at the time, and he opened to say, you've got a contract. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and you're like, you pull pulling the leg. Oh, oh yes, my gosh, button. I've got a contract. So, yeah, I think you just went – I went through the pathway of New South Wales. Yeah, so wow you know, playing the state age and then obviously the nationals. And we did really well as a team. I think we, at the time, in the 17s A troop, I think out of 10, I think eight of us got identified nationally. So it was a really good, strong core group, group for Netborn New South Wales. So, yeah, just played 21s, never played opens, but 21s I played and... That's how you got selected. It was the old paper selection. Oh, Not like the calling up in a room that goes through alphabetically
0: and you're like, they've gone past. Oh, well, we would have been T back then. Yeah. When you were A, it would have been. Come there was, there was no managers doing your deals. <laughs> you were just hoping you'd get picked. <laughs> Give me my free pair of shoes, please.
1: <laughs> my, my $200 sign-on fee. I was going to say, what, you, what was your sign-on? Do you uh, know? It would have been like $300 or something because like, we used to joke, that, or maybe three thousand. But we used to joke that the Pyramid Eels cheerleaders per game got more than a switch. Oh my god! They oh. probably get two hundred and fifty dollars a game. and I think you got paid more by quarter as well. Like it was so um, if you got a game, it's like a match payment. You got match yeah. payment and you got a sign on fee, but it was like, oh gosh, I had to get three quarters this week and I get two hundred dollars. Please
0: put me up for one more minute in that quarter. <laughs> Oh, we didn't play for the money, that's for sure. And so that would have been meant that all your training is kind of back how it used to be outside of working hours.
1: Were you working full time in rugby league at that stage? Or no, you... I think when I first had I met Sarkin, No, I was working. I think I was. I had like an office job in something completely non-sport related, <laughs> very boring. I won't mention where it was, but it was very boring. <laughs> and I was yeah, I remember finishing a nine to five job and then going straight to training or we'd have a six o'clock training do one and come back in the afternoon and do weights at the swan's gym um and then yeah i think i met sark and i was actually working at the salon studying playing doing everything i'd play on friday night and go and work all day saturday in the salon can so, you tell us about how you and
0: Sark met? I think I've sort of tw- like teased this on Twitter, so I'm sure some people are listening and want to know how you and Sark <laughs> how met. How did
1: Sark and I – we met at – so where the Giants are, Giants, Netball and AFL, across the from where we are now, that was a dri- golf driving range. So I used to – I think I did a sports admin sort of course and then did hours there and worked for golf pros um, organising their golf tours. And Sark was a client of the golf <laughs> pro who I was really good friends with. So he used to come in with his golf bag and <laughs> I was like who who's your friend what's your friend's name Sarkis, his name? Sarkis. <laughs> and then my friend's like well you your name's Brian. <laughs> it's, it's not too different so yeah we met through a mutual friend and yeah the good old golf driving range and then you found out he was a hairdresser In Oh. No, I think I did question going. What's her name is that? What, is he like Italian and like he's Lebanese? It's great food. <laughs> the rest is history. No longer meat and three veg, girl. Oh,
0: it's it's five meat and three veg or <laughs> something. <that's in> it. <laughs> Tell us about the Swifts from 1999 to 2004. Is that your, that was the years that you
1: played? Is Wikipedia Probably. correct? Gosh, maybe, yeah.
0: Were you successful from the get-go? Was it, so you were in that Lizzie Ellis era. Was she there from the beginning when you first started? Yeah, Lizzie well? was always in there. Yeah. It was
1: Ali Broadband, um, Megan Anderson was, I think, sort of coming and going at time in Cath Cox no not definitely not i think we had katrina wag obviously the first captain of the club was the wing attack when i was in the sort of the swifts we had a bigger squad then you would have had a squad of 16 so we're in that squad and yeah that probably took a couple of years of you're not playing at all you used to turn up to training and no but you were okay back then because you had people that were amazing in front of you so you were learning from them and just being surrounded i think i remember being walking in seeing liz and go oh my god God, it's Liz Ellis. Um, yeah, no, so it took it took a long time. I think it was, you know, your opportunity had to come through an injury or retirement and you just sat on that bench but you loved the experience and you learnt lots and learnt to be resilient and, you know, appreciative of five minutes, ten minutes and then sort of work your way up there. So yeah, it wasn't easy. And then you got your two premierships throughout
0: that time though as well. Were you a regular player in those grand finals? What was your sort of yeah, role? Yeah, I think in and...
1: 2001 I think I, I got a lot more court time. So I did play that whole season and I think I did my ankle the year after. So I, was, I had to do my knee. Mm. So I was in and out of that. I was never really a starting, guaranteed starting seven, which, you know, probably made the victories even sweeter when you were on court. So for me, I was on court for both of those. I think I played half in my last game ever in our grand final in 2004. Um, Kim Green and I shared the old wing attack bit. That's crazy. Yeah, and then I, I knew I was retiring. I'd had enough, but definitely... <laughs> done. Yeah, i Yeah, it was very stressful. So in, just in terms of getting court time and yeah. the enjoyment, and I knew that I wasn't enjoying it as much, but certainly loved the whole... Would I miss my friends? I think that was the biggest part about – and I think that's the legacy of the Swiss, right, that the people come and go through here but people remain friends and you you win the premierships. You don't necessarily ever remember the score but we probably just remember the funny off-court or <laughs> the fun literally. that happens off-court. Oh. Um, but, yeah, it was never an easy career but one that I'd never take back because that's probably made me a better coach for dealing with, you know, how plays feel and what it feels like to play when it doesn't, yeah. when you're not on. Well, I feel like especially like you have had your fair share of injuries. You did two ACLs and
0: I think that is like – I know for me personally and with Sammy going through it now to know that like – You've got a coach that's been through it as well and like you said you've experienced it all you've experienced being on the court for grand finals off the court and so almost like every experience that a player in our team you've yeah. been through as well. well i think that's one of the that's not a question that's just a comment that's just me saying <laughs> <to you, Brandy. laughs> that's just the brown nose of that okay, that's, that's, a, that's a really, <laughs> this is your whole point of getting brandy
4: i'm, yeah. so well, I'm leaving now to <laughs> that, that <laughs> stop button now i know the real reason. I think we should wrap up the netball stuff, though, and move on to what's probably more important.
0: Or we could get into why she went to coaching. There's wow. one little bit that we need to Aww. go into. <laughs> I think we should just quickly ask, though. Yeah, where, when did coaching become the passion? When did you realise that that was something you wanted to do?
1: Um, Probably straight away. I I think I remember being 13 going, I love the strategy of it. So I think I would, was always going to go into coaching. And then, yeah, it just sort of naturally progressed from doing a Saturday team or two Saturday teams, I think was the thing and just gradually thought oh, i'll do a course and see how i go and then put my it was just always by chance that i'd put my hand up and go oh, i'll try and get a rep team got a rep team put my hand for a state team got the state team so it was just a natural progression of in, enjoying it all right now we we'll are going to the fun stuff <laughs> oh no this is the scary stuff i think i'm leaving now <laughs> Brian is sweating Bright is turned
4: red <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right we're
4: putting you in the hot seat because we've actually interviewed your boys oh my from afar gosh and asked them a few questions all lovely things i've sent your lovely mother's day message <laughs> all <laughs> why, nice things why, why don't i believe
1: both of you <laughs> so, so we're
4: gonna ask the same questions to you and see if you can pick what they would have said and then okay. we'll show you the video and get your live reaction okay
0: so can you just tell us as well? Tell us a little story about when last night they went out to do the video. What did they tell you that they were doing?
1: Oh yeah, I thought it was a bit suspicious that the four boys all at once wanted to do something together. That's the first thing. And then I was sitting on the lounge watching TV, and I said, "What are you doing?" And they all said at exactly the same time, like a very rehearsed line, "Oh, we're doing something for Sebby's art. It's an assignment." So I was like, "That is such a lie." And then in come the video that we've. Been so one of the questions
0: we asked them, Briny is, as a mother, what do you think your greatest trait is?
1: <laughs> you so unfair. Unfair. Your best trait as You're... a mother. You know that I don't have any traits, and I know that's exactly what they would that's say. What you say no. Okay. That's good. They would say none. What would they say? Nagging. They probably say my best trait is nagging. <laughs> so telling them to clean up. Oh. What would they say your worst trait is? My worst. <laughs> <laughs> My worst trait is all of the above what I've just said, and that I nag them, and they probably rather I live in a hub. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is
0: the best Mother's Day gift that you've ever received from your children, either individually or collectively?
1: The best is probably Sebastian giving me a screwdriver in <laughs> the Mother's Day stall or a hammer, or. A yeah, something in the, the gardening range at the Mother's Day store. <gasps> Lovely. Uh, what was another one?
4: I think they were the main ones. Well, what's your best meal that you? Cook? Oh, sorry. Of
1: course. <laughs> you, right here, hear uh, that? Crickets. That's exactly what the <laughs> they would have said. They would. They maybe would have said cookies, but that's not a meal. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for Mother's we'll that. This
0: is one that I actually forgot to ask them. But in in terms of parenting, are you the good cop or the bad cop?
1: I I'm <laughs> I'm good and bad. Okay. Sads probably stricter. Up. Stricter, yeah. With schoolwork. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay. For context, everyone listening at home, Maddie Turner and I, when we watched this video last night, were crying with <laughs> laughter. We're gonna we'll post the actual video to the podcast. I when, think like
4: their sound is good, but their like facial expressions yes. and their hand gestures, especially from Xavier, your youngest. Like, yeah. outstanding. Like, he needs his own show. Can did you just you,
1: give did you, us... you these two? Did you, like, tell them what to say? No, no, no. I just said... I said to Seb, so Seb was my go-to. I said, Seb, we
0: want to stitch him up on the podcast. We're going to ask you a few questions. Just what you... Like, I just sort of said, best, worst, straight, food, whatever. Give yep. us some embarrassing stories. And he orchestrated this whole thing. And I think... Can you just give us a little <laughs> overview, though, on each of your children? Like, just yeah, tell how us a little bit about
1: up? them. How would you sum them up? Okay. Sebastian is... How would I say... He's more caring, a bit more sensitive than the others. Bit probably more mature than me. How be, old is he? So age for special. Oh, so sixteen. And I'm glad we're
4: doing this before she watches. That. She <laughs> might
1: have different opinions after. Yeah, I, yeah, this is exactly right. Um, Sam is very truthful, very sarcastic. Charlie, cheeky, um, sarcastic again. I'm just preempting exactly what they're going to be like. And Xavier is the little blessing that the others have probably turned into a little <laughs> devil for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll
0: be the judge later. All right, I'm screwing over to Bridie's side. Okay,
1: here
2: we go. It's going to be a discussion about our mother. Our mother is actually quite the mother. She's a mother that strives to do her best, but sometimes... I'm doing this. It, I'm not good enough, so we're here to do some things. Okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, what's probably ankle's worst trait? Cooking. <laughs> Correcting my grandma. Uh, <laughs> making, making your porridge safe. Making my porridge. Yeah, she's making porridge the other morning. I did, I that, did that so well beers. the other so the day. Yeah, I'd say cooking. Cooking's it's just not there. <laughs> um, gents. Jen's is my favorite oh, she's part. She's filming us. Um, what's her best trait? I don't know. Best trait. I reckon, actually, I was going to say coaching, but it hasn't been that long. <laughs> <laughs> lot of, a lot of, uh, bottom mm. of the mm. Bottom of the ladder. Bottom of oh, the ladder. Doing my homework. Yeah. No. yeah. She doesn't really help with that either. No. Um, of course. What is her best trait? <laughs> Certainly not driving. <laughs> I'm not driving. No. I get the all the time. This yeah. yeah. is so bad. Right, uh,
1: what's the best
2: Best meal she cooks, she has some oh, balls, oh, oof I don't think that is I, got it. What is the safe? Chicken sitters Chicken sitters So what's up, Zabie Happy Zabie Two minute noodles yeah. Yeah. Two minute noodles, anyone can do that as yeah. so yeah. cool. She doesn't do special meals cool. She can't even make porridge, so that's the porridge, <laughs> no, can't even make porridge, can't can't even make porridge. This is... is you want honey, it? honey oh. in it? Alright, what's the best Mother's Day gift? What they were going to have? I got her a shovel one time, a hammer Thank Thank you. I love it. Yes, you do. Makeup. Go makeup. That's pretty good. I, her a I got a pen. I got a pen. That's nice. What you got? I think I got something to clean up with. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm. It's, yeah. She who are these boys? Cleanup. Makeup. That's what? She needs makeup. <laughs> <laughs> makeup. 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 Well, I'm gonna do it. Sorry. Yeah, I oh forgot her handle one time. That was, that was, that was pretty yeah. interesting.
1: Um, Hilarious. Favorite season. child, Sam. Me. Me. Sam. No me. Oh,
2: me. Yeah. Sam annoys me the least. The least. Me. Favorite child, anyone that doesn't roast me. me. <laughs> What's an embarrassing story of mom? Oh Jones, no! Can we think of anything? I well, she confronts <laughs> a lady at EB Games. Uh, uh, She's been pushed in. Yeah, she confronts people at EB Games. We asked
0: about this after.
2: <laughs> What's an airport story, Dave? Tells She's coming last in line? <laughs> yeah, coming last That's just embarrassing. So. Just I think overall <laughs> just being around that woman is just embarrassing. <laughs> not even believable. Yes. Yeah, it's I know. It's not a good I'm vibe. Agree with Charlie. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, gents. Um, I think that's it. It's, it's been a pleasure. Gentlemen, shake. Gents. 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 Who oh, so, are so. these people? Yeah, people. overall. Um, there's
1: no nice, sweet. There's are nice.
2: We well, to she's alright cool. at coaching, but like there's always oh, room for improvement. <laughs> yeah. Well done, chance Good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh
1: wow! Oh wow! I'm even more red than I was <laughs> wow. before. I think mean, you
0: have to. It's the reactions are my favourite. Just the way that <laughs> Xavier in there just mimicking the. little one. Yep. Yep. He's one, boys. <laughs> He's one of the boys. He's oh, one of the boys. He's six wow. by one,
1: sixteen. Yeah. Can you tell us the EB Games story about you confronting people at EB Games? Well, I should have confronted this lady. She pushed in. <laughs> oh. So it was a teach your... You're teaching your kids the wrong things. But I... Instead of just saying it once, I could... My temper would not let me just walk away. So the whole time she was standing in front of me, I had to commentate how rude she was. So the boys, the boys actually left me on my own in the end because I was talking to myself but quite loud so she would deliberately hear me. But I was teaching them like life lessons that you can't push in and that's not okay it's exactly right see life lessons right that <laughs> that's been a new Don't. segment on the podcast <laughs> thank you thank you so you're hoping for some more makeup <laughs> that was my favorite line of things xavier she, she needs, needs makeup. makeup yeah or some shovels <laughs> dig myself out of this bad situation <laughs> what does mother's day in the acle household consist of well, I haven't really had one, to be honest, for the no. last few years because we've had games or been away. So they get out of like... They actually get out of <laughs> making me breakfast or anything like that. So um, this year's the year. I've got high expectations for what they could achieve. fresh pressure's they, on. Yes. Well, they need to make it up to me now, I think, after that. They really do. Because I actually do ask those questions every day. Like, what is... What can I cook? Chicken sit we got to go for it now. And that You're was n- the night before... So um, I think, yeah, that I try. <laughs> oh I God. just want it noted that I do try. <laughs> it's not like I don't try and go get into the kitchen. I actually do. But then Sark will take over because he knows he wants to eat it at the end. <laughs> um, the thing that I find kind of funny
0: is about, like, your situation is that you've got, at home you've got four sons, yet in the netball world you've got essentially 10, sometimes 14, sometimes 16 daughters. <laughs> um, What do you find, like, the biggest difference and which, which um, gender do you prefer
1: parenting? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think you're all very similar because you give it to me like my family yeah. do so I think the sarcasm is definitely there and the fun is there yeah. so as long as we're laughing I'm okay being laughed at because <laughs> I will laugh with you so I don't know if who's easier I think we have different issues that um sometimes i think i need to be a psych to deal with but um no it's not too bad well i did watch that video
0: of the four boys and i texted take straight away saying how could you ever be angry in the world like obviously with us losing and all that when you've got four boys like that because that video just sent me over the top i think your household would be very funny sam your son sam had some very honest words for you
1: sam is ruthless (laughs) he's literally there is no escaping anything with him Um, he's
0: learning
4: from all three so i reckon that that's the one to watch.
1: <laughs> but the six-year-old probably is the one to watch. He should be the worst animal. Yeah, definitely. Or
4: well, the
0: best. Should we go into some quick fire? Some yep. fun questions? You're out it. So, Has the whole thing <laughs> been <bit> fun me.
4: <happening. laughs>
0: fun for you this time. So these are just a mixture of like sort of this or that or like, okay. um, yeah, but you can't really think about them and you've just got to answer them quickly. You can so, start Matt.
4: Coffee or Coke Zero? Coke Zero. Yeah, good answer. Charlie or yeah. Sam?
0: i'm gonna say charlie just to annoy sam that's brilliant um coach or play oh play yeah <laughs> you actually can control something that's like when sam was roasting the day i was like well, what do you think of me then because i'm one of the ones that's actually on the court that could contribute to what's happening Yellow swiss or red swifts
1: oh no no there's no both of you
4: school holidays or school
1: time school time <laughs>
4: All right, you're taking specialist, specialist D or specialist attack?
1: Oh, I'd like to go D just for something different, eh? Sweet or savoury? Sweet. (laughs) Random one? Cook or clean? Clean. (laughs) Fly or drive? (laughs) Drive. I like a good road trip.
4: You're teaching homeschool? Are you teaching maths or English? Oh, English.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, no maths for me. (laughs)
0: All right, this is like an open-ended question. If you weren't coaching netball, what would you be doing?
1: Oh, that's a good one. No, I actually have thought about this. We Beck and I spoke about this the other You've day. You've thought about retiring <laughs> I've, I've, I've thought about Queen. getting out of this when you know? No, no, just kidding. I'd probably like to do something in charity. Yeah. I'd like to go and help. Something in kids or I'd love to foster kids. Yeah. Something like that. That's great, cool. Um
0: another one we actually asked Beck, like where would you like to see Netball in like say five,
1: ten years' time? Internationally. Better known, like yeah. playing in more countries, better pay, because I think we're we're almost there, but I think women's sport we think it's okay because mm-hmm. it's it's a women's sport. So I think we're on the right track, but I'd like to see it in more countries and Olympic sport and getting the recognition. But netball pushing the recognition, yeah. not necessarily the wider community. Um do you think more teams in SSN? In yeah, I'd like to see more teams. Where would you put them? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I, I, it's got to be spread around Australia. Mm-hmm. I think it can't just be the East Coast. I think it's got to be – every state's got to play it, that's what yeah. I think, and make it work. I well, think, we've seen that the Tassie jump Jumpers are in the, they're in the NBL grand oh, final. So, so I think it's got to be in every state for it to be. Yeah. Turn or proud. The game
0: finished!
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, then buy me the coffee. Proud. Yeah, see, Beck said Turner and now you're saying me, so that's good. No, she's like the ultimate survivor at training I know not to look at (laughs) Turner because I know she'll try and sabotage my drill. (laughs) Oh
0: Well, Bronnie, hopefully that wasn't as uh, traumatising for you. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. be. Hopefully the kids will
4: get too punished tonight.
0: (laughs) But, no, we appreciate you taking your time from your busy, busy schedule. We've hopefully meant that taking this time means that we're going to do less, uh, you know, shuttles and agility (laughs) training Um, no you'll
1: be to doing some more videos some more <gasps> sprints, some more gym
0: our um thank you for you being on
1: the podcast is that we're gonna win this <laughs> weekend that is that is exactly what is gonna happen to hopefully this age as well
0: <laughs> yes hopefully this is something we reflect on and we can use the little clip to promote next week
3: it's finally quarter four time and we're gonna play a game that maddie proud has called "Mamma mia
0: what did that mom say my, my. <laughs> Maddie Turner has just gone totally off script and has not contributed <laughs> to the background uh, <laughs> uh,
4: that was the commitment to the song that you went that you practice that s- much like lower pitch oh. On
3: the web. oh did not find anything <laughs> on the web for how to join in on the song <laughs> <laughs> alright explain uh, this game because uh, Maddie Proud has finally uh, retired from uh, competing and she's hosting Gina, I've given up. and she can't I can't lose when she's hosting. Well, I
0: probably still can because this game could be an absolute flop. <laughs> so we're sticking with the Mother's Day theme mm-hmm. and I've gone for like movie slash TV quotes said by mums. Okay. So there is a bit of a mixture in here. There's some that are like kind of iconic mum quotes from a movie and then there's others that are just like quotes that like kind of iconic mums have said if that makes okay. sense. So some are more like related to them being a mum. Others are just like, oh, she's an iconic mum. This is what she said. Okay. But I'm If you in, do it in the act like oh, i am gonna put on a voice. Okay yeah. Oh great. That'll then oh, be think, easy. <laughs> That'll be easy. So but then what easy. I'm gonna do is and I'll also like if you guys can't get it, say it's from a movie, I'll just kinda try and use a few different quotes from that movie. So okay. I'm hoping you get the person and the movie, but if it is getting to dire straits, so I'll accept just the movie. Alright. I appreciate. I think we're gonna go with about best of five, but okay. as always we can change <laughs> it on the fly depending on how this as goes.
3: As always it starts best of five and yeah. we always go to best of seven. Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys an easy one start. Are we
0: please.
1: just are we just oh yelling
3: no you need to have a buzzer maddie,
0: <laughs> maddie. that was selfish <laughs> um i'll just go ding all right maddie what's yours i'll say maddie uh, that's <laughs> job. all right if you got yours let's do this again maddie maddie. Ding. maddie maddie okay brilliant oh
3: um, you should go dong, dong. all right all right i'll
0: go dong I'm not a regular mom.
3: I'm a poor <laughs> <cool> mom. <laughs> mean girl. Yes? And what's the mum's name? Regina's mum. Yeah. A- a- Amy Poehler?
0: Is it Amy Poehler? <laughs> is it? A- yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Oh. It is. Regina's mum. This is George. Okay. Alright, me Maddie gets that one point. Okay. I feel like it was half a point each, but whatever. This is what going to be. Uh, okay. Not my daughter, you bitch! <laughs> Ding! <laughs> Um, very relevant. <laughs> it is, and to be honest, I haven't seen that part oh! yet, so I don't know if I've said it in the no, right it, way. I don't know if it, the inflection was off.
3: But okay, yeah. how does she say it in the movie? <laughs> she says, Not my daughter, you bitch. Okay, so there you go. Exactly. like you I haven't seen, seen that, that movie yet, no, yeah. I just saw the what, very last one. Wait, what, what
0: did you say the name was? Molly,
3: please.
0: Yes, yeah, sort whatever. Of. I was going to say I thought Julie like Walters. I was like, saw that. I was like, I have to do it, but I don't know. <laughs> <no>. All
3: right, <laughs> she's also in Mamma Mia. Oh, so it's circles Back. Okay, then we're
0: going to have to go first 2-5. <laughs> you're
3: welcome. First 2-5, because you're
0: already at two, and if you get one more, the game's over. And I'm actually... This is going well. Okay.
3: Okay. I'm going to try and put in
0: this person's voice. Being a mom is not a job. There are no nights off. We don't get to punch in and punch out. Ooh. From a movie? From a TV show, this one. Ooh. Kim Kardashian? Oh, Kardashian. Nah. Okay. All right, oh, it's, no, a it feels like a, yeah. it's a fictional... It's a show that we all love.
3: Ding. Great
0: Anatomy, was Who's it said, Meredith? Yeah. Yes! Yeah, well done,
3: Media Maddie. That was not a Meredith. I thought oh, like that oh was Kardashian. Oh, like, I sass. love how you were like, I'm going to try and put in her voice, and all you did was the American accent. <laughs> there's nothing else I to I will be better for this one. Media Maddie's on three, Maddie
0: Jenner zero. That's okay. Laugh is like a box of childless. Forrest Gump, dong. Well done. That's what his mum said, though. Sorry, oh. I was meant to say, my mum always says, laugh is like a box of chocolate. You never know what's. Yes, <laughs> <she> did Forrest Gump dong? Yes, But <laughs> I she's losing, after. so I'm going to give it to her. So one to Thanks. Maddie Turner, three to Media Maddie. Okay. Okay. I don't care if you've slept with hundreds of men. You're my mum, and I love you so <gasps> Where much. from? Oh my God. Oh, my God, I know where this is from. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you another quote from the same movie. So that quote is said, obviously, by the daughter. This quote is said by her mum. It's just, somebody up there has got it in for me. I bet it's my mother. (laughs) Oh,
1: I know. (gasps) Ding. Mama Mia. Yes. So
0: Sophie says it's a daughter, and then Donna says the other one about her mum. That's why I didn't get it. Oh, "Oh my God. I've seen that movie too many times. Okay, so that is four to medium, Maddie. One, two, Maddie. Turner. Movies
4: are not my thing.
0: Okay, I have three kids. I've been tired since two thousand and five. And I'll I'm give you sorry. another one. I said a bug on me, Maddie. I just got off. Thank you. That's not part of the game. Another qu- quote from the same person. Kids these days get trophies just for showing up. What's that gonna lead to? A bunch of thirty year olds living at home? It
3: brings all right. A
0: bell. Can you get movie or
4: what? T V show?
0: One Tree Hill. No. Um a comedy T V show, no? Well, um The Office. Okay, I'll give you a quote just from just that can... same show, but it's from the dad. I'm the cool dad. That's my thing. I think I know what it is, Ding. I know how to Lol, Modern
3: Family yes, it is it's Claire Dumpy. Claire it is. I'm like, I'm mad, you in. To be fair, I have recently binged Modern Family and Grey's Anatomy so I do love,
0: <laughs> love Modern Family. I think there's better like Phil Dumpy quotes in there, but Claire does quite well. As Give well. us one more, just for fun. All right, all right, all right. Because it's right. fun. Okay, <laughs> fun for you. Oh hey, I know you. You're that chick that always picks up my kid from school when I forget slash don't want to. <laughs> Classic mum quote. It's a movie. Mm. I don't know any other quotes from this movie. I can't think of any off the top of my head. There's two of this movie. One is like a Christmas edition.
2: Okay.
0: They're very specific to mums. Oh. Bad mums? Yeah. I've never seen
3: it.
1: But it's
0: not the Miller Kunis actor and it's not the Kristen Bell, it's the other lady. You know, she goes, oh, you're the the, the kids that fix
1: up my mum from school. Well,
0: we really ended on a high with that last one. Okay, well, I'll get one more. Okay, okay. I'm going to try I'm really going to try for this boy voice okay what do oh. you you haven't been trying for the last <laughs> time I already know who it is but oh, I oh I've been. always wanted to use I was in something I mean, an alligator with sunglasses now I've seen everything it's mine yes thank you change the channel Marge was that Homer? that was Homer <laughs> was that a good Marge Jackson?
3: it wasn't bad I mean, you went deep you went deep it was your best oh, one It's better than Meredith Grey ah, thank you yeah yeah
0: the okay, answer. well, that was probably not as successful as I hoped. Media, Maddie, I think you did great. Yeah, good job. I got to show my lack of acting skills. <laughs> Maddie Turner, she did okay. I, it is f- hard to find. Because I feel like Media, Maddie, and I have a very similar taste in sort of movies and mm. that. Maddie Turner, we have some overlap, mm. but not a lot. Yeah.
3: And, guys, send us some game ideas. Very true. that is the one thing every week we kind of battle with. Mm. Um, so send us some game ideas and we'll see if we can do them.
0: Because there's also an issue of, like, the things that we enjoy doing maybe don't come across as being good. They're more, like, visual. Yeah. So, I mean, I have been told that some people like to guess along with us, so that one was probably an okay one for that sense. But, yeah, let us know.
3: All right, it's time for the cool down, and you bet we're making it speedy because no one likes a cool down. (laughs) So we need a song for this, and it could have been, like, I'm cool. Top to the bottom is cool. Maddie has managed to sing in every (laughs)
0: segment today. (laughs) Oh, I've
3: got a new game. (laughs) Okay, yes. Speed round today. We'll start with our tips, even though I don't like doing these tips because I'm really bad at these tips. And I actually don't know what I say. Half the time I think I'm tipping the other team and I say the other team.
0: I don't mind the tips. I just don't like the results of the tips at the moment. All
3: right. Same. Speedy.
4: Vixens, Firebirds. Vixens. Lightning, Thunderbirds. Lightning. (laughs) <laughs> Fever
3: Collingwood Fever Don't We're the last We've never been We haven't played a Sunday yet That's exciting I know it's exciting We always One of the first games No you did You played against Fever the other night We did I just chose Not to run <laughs> up that game <laughs> Alright let's do Our gains goals And obstructions Maddie Turner Start us off With your gain Alright my gain to, Actually just for today Let alone the week
4: Was I woke up Before my alarm And not just like Half an hour You know that annoying time It was like two minutes So I woke up like it's was like oh you can Perfect. deal with that. Like it wasn't like a shock to the system like, oh, no, I've got to get up.
0: That was also after like an 11 hours sleep, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it still counts. True. So true. I'm happy for you. Um, my gain is really obvious. It's the grace in the court when i pre-sale and that I've actually managed to sell a fair for you.
3: Well, I've never heard this book before. <laughs> I'm hearing it Drink. for the best time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my gain is telling both my grandparents, sorry, both my grandmas that I'm the favourite granddaughter and neither of them disagreeing. Ooh, Ooh, that's a good win. That's a good win. <laughs> is a good... Um good Obstructions?
4: Yes. Um, just in general, school traffic.
0: I reckon it's Ugh. worse than peak hour. It's because like we haven't had like school and like people are like out back because of COVID. Like I feel like just the world is getting back to normal, and you're like mm. people forgot how to drive. Us. Can they stop? <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> My obstruction is that my mum still hasn't replied to me about whether or not she's okay for me to use the Jean-Claude story or not. And I'm really nervous (laughs) that it's just going to be released and she's going to disown me and she's going to be on a plane in 3,000 kilometres above the earth and then she's going to land and hear it
3: and never speak to me again. (laughs) That's also my obstruction. Uh, No, my obstruction is my chat fake tan that I can't be bothered to scrub off. Nice.
4: Mm. My goal is to go to Bryony's for dinner. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh that's a good goal and hopefully it's gonna happen mine is to read enough of harry potter to warrant being able to do the pottermore quiz and to be and put in a house and to be put in a house and I was my abstraction also that a lot of people said i was going to be in hufflepuff but then apparently i've heard from other people that that's actually not a bad thing
3: I don't know why it's the butt of a well, joke. I've been told I'm a
0: Slytherin, which I agree with. So. Yeah, also we're in green right now, so it makes sense. <laughs> mm,
3: I don't know. For some reason, it's like meant <laughs> to so be... I'm sorry, the green is not the apple, the ungrape, um, grape, oh. grape <laughs> bookmaker <week laughs>
0: <laughs> costume. <laughs> sorry, video.
3: No, I was going to say, um, Hufflepuff, Yet yeah, they're actually not... They're great traits, but for some reason... It's like a bit of airy, like a bit aloof. Yeah. Bit I don't know. But anyway,
2: sorry, um, we'll, we'll, and we'll find out.
3: Yeah, just my see. goal is to just get my hands on a grace on the court so I can start
0: the reading. Oh, like you're, it's not like it's a hard goal. It's not as if I've been haven't been throwing copies at you for the last three years, and oh, now all of a sudden the greats. No, you know, now that people actually want to read it, you're like, oh, now I'll do it. Like, where were you when the times were tough, when you know books weren't flying off the shelves, when it wasn't you know the most talked about book in the whole of the land? Where were you then? Maddie it was there from the beginning. She was the first person to read it's it. How you get a character? Exactly. My um, goal is to
3: never read. <laughs> it. It's more um, just because I'm not a big reader. That's why it's nothing, nothing personal. Not, not a reader. Not a, I'm not a reader. Excuses, excuses, excuses. And just before we sign off, we do want to say a big Happy Mother's Day to our mums, especially. But all the mums out there that listen to our podcast, all of you guys, and your mums, your nans, mother figures in your life. If you have lost your mum, someone in your life that you know means as much to you as. A mother would. So, on that note, Maddie Proud, how did you want to finish off? Uh, perfect books don't exist. Oh, sorry,
0: sorry. I'm just in book mode <laughs> right now. Uh, perfect podcasts don't exist. Maddie, Maddie, oh.